0: You're listening to Rema for Today. Well, do you suppose God is any more unreasonable than we are? Are reasonable either one? No, more is required. See, this man evidently knew more and had more light. God expected more of him. See, that's what he was wrestling about in his conscience. Somebody else that didn't even know about some truths might not bother him at all. Now the time will come God will have to deal with him about something. What am I saying to you is this. Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, said to the man, go wash it all. And I'll come again seeing if he had no obeyed, he wouldn't have been
1: healed. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Healing, How to Receive It, and how to keep it.
0: See John 3.34 said talking about Jesus that he had the spirit without measure. Now that infers that all the rest of us have the spirit by measure and for that simple reason you see we would not know everything like he would because he had the spirit without measure. Remember what Paul himself said? He said we know in part and we prophesy in part. Remember there in the Old Testament again about about Elisha? Uh, You remember Naaman came there, you know, and was healed. And he wanted to give uh, Elisha, you know, so many talents of gold, so many talents of silver, and so many changes of raiment, or we would say suits of clothes, the way we would talk. But he wouldn't take anything. He said, it's not time to be receiving gifts. And uh, remember that Elisha had a servant by the name of Gehazi. And uh, he followed, ran after Naaman and overtook him and lied to him. And said after you left two young prophets came and though my master wouldn't take anything for himself he said it'd be all right to take so many talents of gold and so many talents of silver and a couple of changes of raiment or we'd say a couple of suits of clothes apiece for these two prophets well old Naaman just a thrilled about being healed of this deadly disease that he gave him twice as much as he asked for didn't he and then that rascal went out and hid it because he's lying and getting it for his own benefit. Then when he stood in the presence of Elisha, the prophet, uh, Elisha asked him, where have you been? He said, nowhere, my master. And he said, my spirit went with you when you joined yourself to that chariot. See, he saw it in the spirit. Now you stop and reflect upon that just a minute. Here this fellow Gehazi is with Elisha, the prophet, every day. Every single day. Well now, if the prophet, because he's a prophet, because he stands in that office, if he always knows everything about everybody, well, wouldn't he have been a fool? I mean, you know, he's not stupid. He wouldn't have tried that. Would he? I said, would he? Why, he'd already know. He would have been 100% certain ahead of time he'd been caught up with. No, it is only as the Spirit wills. Now, here's what somebody said. Now, I don't understand that. Now, how come Brother Hagin didn't know that that fellow didn't pay his tithes and the third person afterwards that he prayed for didn't pay tithes, and he never said a word to them? And then five more people down the line, remember member of this same church, and they don't support the church or pay tithes, tithe, and he never said a word to them, just went ahead and prayed for them. Now, if he knew that about this one, why didn't he know that about that one? See, well, it's not a matter of what I knew or what I didn't do. It's a matter of what the Lord revealed to me. You see, Jesus himself said, and we've been reading that in these classes heretofore. I didn't get through with everything I wanted to say. That's the reason I'm picking up again here. If you'd turn to that fifth chapter of John's gospel, we read about Jesus at the pool of Bethesda and about the healing of a man there. But you get down to the 19th verse. Look at that 19th verse of the fifth chapter of John. The 19th verse of the fifth chapter of John's gospel. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son, capital S-O-N, talking about himself, the Son of God, can do nothing of himself. The Son can do nothing of himself. You see, it was only as God the Father through the Holy Spirit would inspire him or manifest himself that he could do anything because... He had stripped himself. The Bible said he laid aside his mighty power and glory when he came into this world. That's the reason he had to be anointed with the Holy Ghost, you know. Now, you see, if we would realize that, then we'd understand. See see where this person said. Now, now, Brother Hagin knew about that. And Now, if he knew this fellow didn't pay tithes, how come he knew that one didn't? How come he didn't know that one didn't? Well, I didn't know any of them didn't. You see, well, how come, then how come God To reveal that. Well, I don't know. I'm not God. I do know some spiritual truths, however, that uh, the more light one has, the more is required of them. Are you listening? See, more is required of some people in many areas than others because they know more. The Bible teaches us you'll have to you'll have you can't get away from that Bible fact that the Bible teaches us is a similarity between spiritual growth and physical growth. The Bible plainly says, "As newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby." The Bible again says, "Be no longer children." You see, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine by the slide of men, but the Bible talks about growing up into Him. The King James says, "Unto a perfect man." That's a little blind to us. Because nobody in this world ever become perfect, but but actually the Greek word is a mature man, full grown, hallelujah. Christian he's talking about, see. Well, in the natural, you require more, you know, like you require more, you expect more, you require more out of a 14-month-old child than you would a 4-month-old child. You require more out of a 14-year-old child than you do a 4-year-old. You expect more out of a 24-year-old than you do a 14-year-old. And you even expect more out of a 34-year-old than you do a 24, you know, you ought to grow. Mentally, at least. Isn't that true? <laughs> See, you'd think nothing at all now. A little four-month-old child being held in his mother's lap. And you might not think a whole lot about a 14-month-old, but what about a 14-year-old sitting in his mama's lap, taking the bottle? Everybody would be looking said there's something wrong there. <laughs> and a 14-year-old boy or girl, either one. <laughs> you know, they reach that age, just sort a of, uh, teenager and stumble over their own feet <laughs> but a 24 year old you expect them you know to sit down and act a little bit better than a teenager does a lot of times don't you well do you suppose God is any more unreasonable than we are or <laughs> reasonable either one <laughs> no more is required see this man evidently knew more and had more light God expected more of him See, that's what he was wrestling about in his conscience. Somebody else that didn't even know about some truths might not bother him at all. Now the time will come and God will have to deal with him about something. What am I saying to you is this. Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, said to the man, go wash it off, and I'll come again seeing if he hadn't obeyed, he wouldn't have been healed. Sometimes in many areas, there's an act of obedience that has to come first before a person can be healed. (coughs) Are you listening to me now we need to realize that John Lake says one time that he was praying with a father. In fact he'd prayed with him several times this man came for healing among other things he had sugar diabetes or he was a diabetic and that is the benefit you see of, of ministering to people more than once and the people being in services where the Spirit of God is in manifestation of course this man uh, Lake didn't have service every day, but at least they would come and they would talk to him In other words, he had what they call healing rooms. He'd run sort of like a doctor's office You would check in with the uh, receptionist and then you may go to a room talk to somebody And they'd pray with you And then he'd have so many lives, so not every day, but Two or three of them a week of service, not sort of like we're having here But otherwise, they'd just deal with them like we do in counseling on a one-to-one basis Of course, Lake couldn't deal with all of them He had workers there, and you know, no other man could, or person But he happened to be praying with this fellow. And if I remember correctly, I think this is about the third time that he had prayed with him. And so he just stopped and said to him, what is this $5,000 that keeps coming up before me? See, in his spirit, it just kept rising up. The man said, well, my brother and I were in business together and he was an older brother and he he died. And, And so I had furnished Uh, the money I was a partner and you know and he did the work but now we're partners you know we just split it even the profits so on his wife didn't want to carry the business on she knew nothing it. she just told me you go ahead and just liquidate everything sell out you know so he said I didn't say anything to her but I felt like well I put in some extra work here and I just kept $5,000 or her part back of course she didn't know the difference you know and the spirit of God was telling off on him you see and so Lake said, I said to him, well, do you have $5,000 in the bank? Oh, yeah, I got much more than that. Well, he said, okay. Ride, you have your checkbook with you? Yeah. He said, okay, write out a check for $5,000, make it out to your sister-in-law, and you can get an envelope over there off of that desk and address it to her and go down here and mail it. In fact, there's a stamp. Go go down and mail it on the corner mailbox and come back and I'll pray for you. See, we, 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 we rush into praying for some people too quickly. Amen. Amen. Now, see, we, we have to, if we're just going to be there a few days, like our healing crusades, well, you just have to go ahead. I know ahead of time everybody's not going to get healed. They could, but they're not, because they're not in, always in position to do so. But, you see, you don't have time to teach them, and, and you'll get a certain percent of them healed. Just like I know you're not going to get everybody saved, but, you you know, they could all get saved. But you know, from experience, you're not going to get everybody saved. But those that will respond, you'll get a certain percent of them saved.
1: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering three Bible study courses by Kenneth E. Hagin on faith, healing, and the Holy Spirit and His gifts. Also in this package is Brother Hagin's Faith Food Daily Devotional for Summer and a book by Kenneth W. Hagin titled, What Comes After Faith? Lastly is Lynette Hagin's four CD set, Releasing God's Power Through Prayer all these items at the special discounted price of $80 call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 again call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 you can also order online at rhema.org that's r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g rhema.org. or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagin Ministries
2: Tell us about being a Raymond Word Partner. Well, you hear hear us say every time we go off of this telecast, thank you for helping us to bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Well, that's because of our Word. We call our Word Partners. What is a partner? Well, it's somebody that prays for us. Praise the Lord. We need that. Yes. But it's also somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help us in supporting Rama. Now, whatever you can afford to send, I'm not asking you to go borrow any money. I'm not asking you to give sacrificially. No, not at all. Just whatever you could afford to send each month that helps us to be able to keep Rama going. Also, the Rama Bible College, their tuition only pays for 30% of what it costs each student. For us to graduate a student, train a student, but your partnership provides the other money so that we can continue to train more. Worldwide, right now, we have over 119,000 graduates from 180-something Bible schools in 54 nations. That's what a Word Partner Club member does. You may never see some of these people, but you'll have people that come up and will say thank you because you helped Rhema Bible Colleges all over the world. And so that's what it's all about. And so, once again, we thank you.
1: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagin with his teaching, Healing, How to Receive It, and How to Keep It. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.